How about a shout out for in-laws today? Positive uh, shout outs for the love, appreciation, respect, things you've learned from your in-laws. Maybe you're saying, oh, that's not me. I'm turning somewhere else. (laughs) Hey, listen, don't, because I tell you what, if if you have in-laws or you're going to be an in-law at some point, you're going to want to listen today because we're here to help you be very, very intentional with one of these really super high-stake relationships. I, I call it in the top five or six of the high-stake relationships in all of life is with your in-laws, and uh, we'll be talking about that. Dr. Randy here, along with Jennifer and Stephen. We're live in the Intentional Living studio. we got the workers to quiet down for an hour here because they're, they're fixing stuff up to make it pretty around here for us, which we appreciate. Very nice. Uh, but uh, they actually are using a jackhammer right above the studio. <laughs> We said, you know what? I think it might be nice if we could just have an hour off. How about a lunch break, you know? Anyway, we're here live in the studio. And uh, for those of you who are part of the Intentional Living family, you know that we're all about uh, enjoying our lives, less regrets, living our lives intentionally in Christ, bringing glory to Christ, benefit to us and those that we love. we got a crazy world going on outside of, uh, of the world, you know, outside of our lives. And so... Can we bring more peace and less regret into the home, into our family, into our relationships? You can do it. We're going to help you. That's why we're here. That's intentional living. Uh, by the way, the phone line is open. If you have a shout out about a, a, an in-law, some you know could be could be a you know a mother-in-law, a father-in-law, it could be a brother-in-law, a sister-in-law, someone that's just been really an encouragement to you. What is it about them that you appreciate? Because we want to get on the table some things that are attributes of really healthy in-laws and in-law relationships. So give us a call, 888-888-1717, Let's do this quickly. Let's go to Tennessee first, Paula. It sounds like um, you're pretty thankful for those uh, in-laws of yours. How you doing today? I'm doing fine, Dr. Randy. Thank you so much. And you're absolutely right. A few years ago, I decided to be intentionally thankful and i actually started a journal where i wrote every day um because if we're looking for something to be aggravated about we're going to find it everywhere but if we're looking for something to be thankful about those things also do exist and they are they are present in our lives so if we if we really don't like our in-laws but they're always glad to keep the kids on the weekend so you know my husband and I can go out to dinner or something I'm going to thank them for keeping the kids and even if they let them stay up a little later or even if they let them eat something that I wouldn't ordinarily um I would rather focus on the gratitude aspect and I have seen our our relationship change the result I think when you are genuinely thankful to someone, not with that little sarcastic edge that we girls can get especially, but when you're genuinely thankful for something, I think it changes how the other person relates to you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, have, um, we have three kids, and each of, each of them uh, have relationships, you know, marriage, and, and so we have in-law relationships. But uh, I'm thinking about our daughter-in-law, Kelly, Who's married to our oldest Evan, and uh, when the when the the daughters or our granddaughters came over, now they're they're teenagers now, but when and it continues to be this way, she I hear her say, "Well, you know, whatever Grandma and Grandpa wants, fine." You know, it's kind of like <laughs> there may there may be something that we want to let them eat that maybe they wouldn't eat at home, you know, type of thing. Or, uh, but 
I appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that there's that flexibility and the fact that we have different relationship and we do it in a way that's respectful for them. And, uh, exactly. you know, uh, like you say, being grateful. And that's one of the things we are. We're grateful for our, our in-law relationships and we have good ones. And so we're blessed. That's great. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Appreciate your call. And we are so thankful for our, you know, I, I think of uh, Kelly, who is our daughter-in-law, uh, married to Evan. She is such a terrific mom. I mean, the job she it does in uh, caring for our granddaughters. And, you know, you care about that. You want how your, you know, how your grandkids are cared for. And uh, these two young ladies are growing up and they're, they're just beautiful young ladies. And we're so thankful for Kelly. And then uh, we think of our uh, son-in-law, Chris, who's married to our daughter, Andrea, and they're the ones who live in Africa. Thank you for taking our grandchildren so far away to do the Lord's work, right? Okay. And that's good. We appreciate what they do, but he is a fantastic dad, um, how he plugs into the lives of those kids and, uh, you know, make, it makes a huge difference. So the in-law relationship, what are you, what are you thankful for? One thing that's really impacted your life from your in-laws. Maybe it's a parent-in-law or maybe it's uh, a brother-in-law or sister-in-law. Give us a call. 888-888-1717. Hi, Dr. Randy. This is Gwen in Michigan. Um, I've been married 44 years and the best thing that I learned from my mother-in-law was not only to, to be heavily relying on your faith to get you through each day, but also to be a good mother-in-law. She was the best mother-in-law. We had the best relationship. And you know, she always made me feel good about myself and about being a good mom. And I try to do that with my daughter-in-laws. I try to tell them what a good job they're doing and good mommies they are and how proud I am of, of what they're doing. My mother never seems to do that and never did. I think she took for granted being a mother, but my mother-in-law made me feel special. And I try to copy her in my relationships with my daughter-in-laws. And I really think that's why we have a good relationship. So you're really here at home today and there isn't a day that goes by that I don't miss she and my father-in-law. So thank you, Dr. Randy, for touching on this good note. I appreciate it. You're welcome. A little tears there. I think a little tenderness in uh, that call. Thank you, Gwen, talking in-laws, 888-888-1717. Let's go over to Michigan. John, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. What part of Michigan are you calling from today? Clio. From Clio, Michigan. So you're listening Ever. to 99.7. Correct. From Midland, Michigan. Yeah, fantastic. All right. Yeah. Well, what's your question or comment about in-laws today? Well, you know, in-laws always get a bad, bad rap for everything. I just mm -hmm. wanted to, to share a, a quick joke with you. What's the difference between outlaws and in-laws? I don't know, but I bet you do. Outlaws are wanted. <laughs> Is I that told, I told I told my mother-in-law that joke, and she reminded me that I was also an in-law. <laughs> <laughs> so you get along okay. You can you can have fun with mom-in-law and get along okay. Very much so. Yeah. Yes, I've got great in-laws. I am blessed. You know, I think that's part of it. I think with in-law relationships, sometimes it could be so edgy. Where okay, this expectation things and people, if we can just have a little more fun and and be relaxed in in those relationships. It does make it a yeah. lot healthier, doesn't it? It does. It yeah. very much so does. Not everything has to be that serious. All right. Thanks for your call. Let me go to Tammy, uh, who's calling from Arizona. Hey, Tammy, how you doing? I'm well. How are you doing? Good, good. What do you want? Uh, what's the shout out for in-laws today? 
You know, I wanted to recognize mine because we're actually not even together as a couple anymore, but the mm. family is super close to my daughter and I. They live three minutes from me. My daughter's a teenager, and they are extremely helpful. I travel for work, and they'll come help me with my dog and my daughter. And, you know, they have just shown up in my life. I've lost essentially both my parents this year. My father has Alzheimer's, and my mom has passed this year. And they've just stepped on, like, stepped up beyond belief. And I'm so grateful for them that they're so near, and they just consider me family, whether, you know, we're together or not. That doesn't make a difference to them. Mm. And we're just, we get along wonderfully, and I'm so blessed to have them and to have them so present and involved in all of our lives. You, you know, Tammy, some, some listeners are probably wondering, how does that work then with your ex-husband and his parents yeah, and all you know, that? How does that all it's, work? It's good. We, we co-parent our daughter so well. So she sees, even though we're not together, like there can be a very well-adjusted friendship and we can get along and we can collaborate and the family is the same way. And to have that, especially at this stage in my life where there's been a lot of turmoil in the year. I'm just so happy to have them here because they just step up for anything my family needs, you know, and they're just close. And that's, that's a lot. Most people yeah. don't even have that when they're together, let alone separate. So, yeah. um, the fact that they just consider me their family, I, I gave them their, their granddaughter and they're that's grateful right. for that. So they show up in every way and all in both of our lives. So it's, it's it's something I think both my daughter and I see, and it's such a blessing. Yeah, it is, and it's unusual too. I imagine you recognize that that that's everybody, a, that's a everybody asked me, "How do you do it? How yeah. do you do it?" <laughs> now, did your ex, can I? Add, you can just tell me to bug off if you don't want me to answer this. But no. did you or your ex husband? I mean, you've been apart for a while. Did you get remarried or either of you? No, you know we've been apart for some time and. You know, I have used him for real estate transactions. I've leaned on him like, you know, he's just a good friend. You know, we're not together romantically, but he, no, there was none of that. We just, it was cut and dry, but we remained very cordial. Took some time to smooth through how we were going to take care of our daughter, but it has been fantastic. And I'm just so grateful how wonderful his sister is, his mother, stepdad. I mean, I couldn't ask for better involvement, and it's been like that for 20-some years. Interesting. And it works. Congratulations. I mean, that's not, that ain't the normal story. That's the exception, but I thought the rest of us would want to hear how that all worked, right? You're shaking your head in there, Jennifer. You want to know, didn't you? Okay, thank you for that call. Appreciate it, um, uh, Tammy, being a part of the show here. I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. Coming back, hey, listen, got a caller who said, my mother-in-law will not let my husband grow up. What about that? We'll be right back. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living. And we'll be right back. My husband and I have been married for uh, quite a while now, almost 10 years. And from the beginning, uh, my in-laws and I, have uh, they've never really approved 
and he's always been the golden child. They have occasionally hurt my feelings on purpose, but for years I've been trying to get their approval. It just isn't forthcoming. I mean, they're, they're just not interested in having that, that closer relationship. 888-888-1717. Maybe you have a comment. You hear these stories. We're talking good, bad, the indifference that often occurs in these in-law relationships. I always tell people when you have the last name law, that can be a problem, right? Especially if it's an in-law, right? Uh, and yet it doesn't need to be. It can be a fantastic thing. We've been blessed. I got to tell you, my, my wife and I, we had my in-laws were terrific. They're in heaven now. Love them. I know my wife. Donna loved my parents. Um, we all got along. In fact, the in-laws were best friends. My dad and my father-in-law were best friends. And so, uh, you know, it was kind of a, I guess maybe we lived in a bubbles of some of you facing the everybody loves Raymond realities in life, right? Um, but how do you do this? And one thing you want to give a shout out for your in-laws today and maybe encourage others. If not, it'll help encourage us to be the kind of in-law that we need to be in our relationship uh, with those precious people in our life. So you can join us. A shout-out for in-laws, 888-888-1717. Hi, I'm calling about in-laws, and I wanted Randy to really hit on this topic about mother-in-laws who do not let go of their sons, especially when they still have a bank account with them and will not resolve of it and what do you do as a spouse i mean how do you how do you love that individual how do you go around that individual and how do you respect your husband as a man when all you see is a child the issue is not mom-in-law i mean mom is going to be mom-in-law that's who she is she's the mama bear and she's going to hang on because that's what she believes she should do and i'll tell you i want to give a a word to all in-laws out there let your kids grow up um, back off. Don't, I mean, we want to be involved in the lives of our kids. Obviously a lot. We want to be involved in the life of our, especially with grandkids when they come along, but this kind of stuff can get, it can get in the way. It really can. The issues with your husband, you need to talk to your husband about that. Say, you know, that's a little much. And, uh, talk about what that means and why that means. Cause there might be some practical reasons. Maybe they have a shared account because mom's a single mom and and she needs some help and you know that's a totally different story but if it's a dependency issue that's not healthy then that has to be addressed okay all right a shout out for in-laws today let's go let me see here let's go to jennifer in uh, missouri hi jennifer how are you hi I, i'm doing well i'm doing well so you know my mother-in-law has done lots of good wonderful things um but what i was thankful to her for is actually some of the things that she does not do. Mm. So she's not a cooker. She's not a cleaner. And so when I married my husband, he was just overjoyed and thankful because I did cook and clean. <laughs> and so sometimes, so this is an upgrade. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So, I mean, anything, even if I make a meal that is not great in my mind, because my mother was an amazing gourmet cook, you know, so I, I you know, I could never achieve that level, I don't think. But the fact that, you know, he is so thankful because of what his mother was not um, actually has really worked well for us. And I am blessed in many ways because she is a very loving woman, great with the grandkids. But the fact that she didn't do some things actually really worked for my advantage. 
So <laughs> here's a question just between you and me and, and a, a few hundred thousand listening. Uh, who's cooking Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> this well, year? Well, we have to go to my mother's house for that. Ah, again, the gourmet, you're the gourmet good. mom, right? Yeah. Oh. Yes, exactly. So the yes. other year, so next year you get to go to the non-cook grandmother's house, right? Well, a lot of times, and this sounds terrible, on Thanksgiving, <laughs> because my mother-in-law does not like to cook, um, sometimes we just go to, like, uh, Golden Corral or something like that. And she's like, yeah, just get whatever you want, you know? <laughs> At least it's not does. a drive through I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, uh, and now, let me... <laughs> Uh, what is your uh, what is your mother in law? Does she know this or is she listening? I mean, is she's finding out uh, that this was a upgrade no, no, no. for your for your son or what? No, she would admit to it. She <laughs> fully admits to it that she does not cook, she does not clean, and um, she's okay with that. And that's just her. You know, she knows that she shines in other areas. That's just she's she'll readily say that she is not domestic. <laughs> So, but my husband has been so thankful over the years because, and I think it's been super strong in our marriage because even though I'm just probably a very average kind of wife person in those domestic arts, um, he's just super thankful because it's a step up from how he grew up. (laughs) You're never going to get rid of him. That's for sure. He's around. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, All right. Thanks for your call from, uh, from Missouri, Jennifer. Appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. You know, that's an interesting thought, though. When you're dating before you get married, check out the the in laws and see if this is going to be an upgrade or a downgrade uh, for you. When you there's there's some truth to all that, I guess under under underneath that. Okay, Shannon is in uh, Arizona. How you doing today? I'm great, thanks. Good. I have a I had a mother in law that was just wonderful. She um she just encouraged us and. Uh, supported us. We got married. Um, I was 17 and Ken was 21. Mm-hmm. And she was so supportive of our marriage and our uh, relationship. Um, we've been married 58 years, so I think well, it's going to work. <laughs> I think so. I yeah, think it's going to work. Yeah, she was just wonderful. It helped me uh, with my wedding dress. And it was really funny because Velcro had just come, in, come out about that time. And I had a bow in the back of my dress that we Velcroed on, and she said, you know, I just don't trust that stuff. So she pinned it on, too. <laughs> and we could hardly get the Velcro off. <laughs> but she she was just a great, um, a great, great lady, and we loved her so much. And our son and daughter-in-law um, took her into their home the last year of her life and took care of her and um, spent a lot of time really quality time with her um her last year and it was just wonderful for her my daughter-in-law um that daughter-in-law has just been um a real sweetheart so i've got good relationships with mother-in-law and daughter-in-law and my uh, daughter-in-law and i look a little bit alike well a lot alike and so people say that my son married his mother (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he didn't appreciate that most of the time but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, I get it. I, you can understand that. But listen, uh, seventeen and twenty-one when you got married, been married fifty-eight years. That ain't bad. That's pretty good stuff. All right, thank you, Shannon. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back. Tammy wants to give a shout out to a mother-in-law that became a a great mom to her, better mom to her. Mm. Maybe you have that story too. Listen, I'll tell you what. 
we're going to wrap this baby up in a few minutes here because we get 28 minutes and they throw us out of the studio, right? Uh, for intentional living. And then we get back to the things we do and helping families and encouraging people and getting content out and all the things that we do to help you live an intentional life in Christ. But before we, uh, before we do that, we're going to continue to record afterward on the same topic and the show that's going to air um, next week, Thanksgiving week. And so if you, if you want to give a shout out to an in-law, mother-in-law, father-in-law, maybe a sister or brother-in-law, something that's made a difference in your life, maybe they're alive, maybe they're in heaven, but they made a difference in your life. What was some characteristic, one characteristic, one thing in that relationship that made a difference? This is an opportunity to, to get that out. Give us a call. Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. We'll be right back. Don't go away. What are some things we should be talking about in our family that that we're not talking about? One of the reasons I think we have so much stress in our family and difficulty in our relationships within this, well, this beautiful thing that we call family is because we haven't learned how to communicate. Because kids, you know, they have different ways of communicating. Sometimes they're listeners, sometimes they're talkers, sometimes their emotions are worn out on their sleeve, and sometimes they bury those things. And there are always things in a family we need to be talking about. We need to be talking about expectations. We need to be talking about schedules and priorities and values and beliefs, about uh, what we believe and why we believe it. There are so many things that we need to be talking about. And so if we can just decide what are one or two things that we need to talk about and make sure that they become a priority in our family time. Excerpt from the teaching this month on intentional living specifically for our family relationships. If you, let me ask you a question. This is really sort of a diagnostic question about do we need this thing of living intentionally? Are you happy? Are you satisfied? Are you content? Are you confident that you're on the right path when it comes to the things that really matter in your life? Are you confident that you're on the right path, the right direction for your marriage, for your in-laws, for your finance, for your relationship with Christ, growing in your spiritual life, or maybe your health, your work? If you're not, why not? You can be. And living intentionally really makes a difference. Here's the really the two basic things that we, we really teach over and over. Get on the right path in the right direction for the right reason. And then develop the kind of daily habits that will get you there. That's it. And then we, we take all of that and flesh it out into terms how do you develop habits? How do you develop a path? What path are you on? How do you get on the right path? How do you deal with roadblocks? How do you do the next right one thing? All the the nitty-gritty of living our lives every day that can make a huge difference in the level of satisfaction, less regret in your life. And that's uh, why we're here and why we do what we do. And I thank those of you who are praying for us and allowing us to do it. We really do. Okay, Tammy, you've been waiting in Texas. Thank you for, for your call. Are you there, Tammy? Yes, I'm here. There you go. Uh, go right ahead. Yes, I just... I wanted to shout out about my mother-in-law and my father-in-law. Um, they've been great, and I've been a part of their lives for 33 years. And the whole time, they've been absolutely wonderful. The time we were dated for four years, she was real active and helpful in planning our wedding. And um, she's just been a real positive, hands-on mother. Uh, not only to my son, but to me, because I really didn't have that growing up. I didn't. I, I lived with my grandmother, 
and my mother figure thing was not really there or present. And she really filled in the gap for me and showed me what it's like to love no matter who you are, blood or or marriage. And her husband was the same way. He raised her son, um, even though it was his stepson, he raised him just like he was his own child. And therefore, my kids now have grown up and my boys are raising kids that are not theirs because of the example that they set and the positive influence they were in their lives. And um, we're just nearly divorced by two two months. And I was so nervous about, I was so worried about losing my mother-in-law's relationship that I went to her and she said, oh, honey, that's never going to change. We've been in each other's lives for 30-something years. We're going to still be there. I'm never going anywhere. Mm. <laughs> and it just made my day because, I mean, you just don't expect people to keep going above and beyond, you know, like they do. And she does, and she's always been that way, always been there and been real active and hands-on with their kids and should do anything for any of us. And I just think that's wonderful. And to to be such a good influence in our kids' lives like that for the role model that my kids had as a grandfather raising their dad, you know, yes. when he didn't have to. He, he was the dad he didn't have to be, and she was the mother she didn't have to be. And I think... How can you be any better in-laws than that? You know, yeah. <laughs> I just think that's great. How did your, so, so you're divorced, but you maintained, as I understand, a good, really good relationship, close relationship with your your ex-mother-in-law. Yes, I yeah. am. And we're very close. And uh, actually, I think we're talking more now than we were before, huh. you know, the divorce. How so, did you, can I ask how your ex-husband dealt with that? Um. He's not so happy about it, but I mean, he's he's a one one and done kind of person, and um, so I mean, he and I haven't even seen each other. All we've done is text since the divorce, mm. and uh, he's fine with that. I'm fine with being around everybody, but I know he's not okay with that, and so that's fine with me. I don't want to do anything to ruffle any feathers, mm-hmm. um, but. I told her, I said, if nothing else, we can get together and have coffee, you know, and catch up on everything, you know. And she said, that sounds great with me. And so, I mean, and I feel comfortable calling her and saying, do you mind if I swing by for coffee? And she'd be glad to have me anytime. So I just know, and and I just know that if I ever needed to really talk to her about anything, I could. Mm. And of course, you got kids, sounds like, in, in that as well. And that's important. Boy, there's a lot of... If we dissected everything we talked about in this half hour, all the stories we had, you, you could learn some real valuable lessons about life, our relationships. Um, upbeat, staying positive, staying a little humor, a lot of love, acceptance, appreciation. I hope there's a lot of prayer going on too and, uh, and growing spiritually in, in these relationships. This has been cool. If you missed any part of this and you're an in-law or you know someone who's struggling with this whole in-law thing, uh, don't miss having them go back and listen to the show, right? It, it'll be archived here and shortly. Uh, also, our podcast on the same uh, same uh, topic today. Uh, we're going to just continue on. We're going off the radio live, but we're going to stay in the studio and record for a show that will air next week. Same topic. If you want to give a shout-out to your in-laws, we'd love to hear what have you heard, what, what, how do you want to add to this discussion. Give us a call. We'll get you on here and uh, record it at 888 888 1717 888 1717 
intentional living, get on the right path, develop the right habits, and bring glory to God. We're here to help you. That's why we exist. We'll see you more with more next time. Hope you'll join us.